IFAF, Idaho Falls Weekly Informal Infotainment, with Mike Nelson and Carly Morgan. All right, well, let's do this. It's IFAF. Idaho Falls and Fuchsia. (laughs) Guess what we're going to be talking about this episode? I'm sure you couldn't even possibly guess. The one movie Carly's been waiting for, for what seems like years. Oppenheimer. (laughs) When <laughs> Kidding. It's been called the best movie of the year and perhaps the best of this century. Barbie. <laughs> also, it's so hot. How hot is it? We have no jokes for this. <laughs> it, it's just, it's very sweaty. It's really hot. It's so sweaty. <laughs> and, of course, construction. Always, everywhere. We love it. I love that it's getting fixed. I just don't like the fixing part. Love that. Let, in fact, let's keep it pumping for a minute. I want to give mad props to the people who uh, performed our theme music. I wrote it one day on a whim. It's a pretty easy tune. Dun, dun, da, da. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds like an old radio jingle. Yeah. I, F, A, F. We, eventually, when we have a budget, we'll get them to sing it. But yeah. uh, Brant Moon, son of Phil Moon, won Moon in the Morning on Arrow 107.1 is the guy that he plays uh, bass on this and guitar and Heath Holiday plays guitar and keyboards and so did Jovi producer Jovi Castillo I think the name of his shop is Jovi's Garden he played some vibraphone for us too it's got that 60s jazz trio smoky bar vibe I said hey guys I want a combination of um, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine um, Down with the Sickness and the Mr. Rogers Neighborhood theme. <laughs> and they looked at me kind of weird, and so I played them a little, and they're like, oh, like the Frasier theme. I'm like, well, yeah, all right, close. Smoky bar at night kind of theme. And we'll try to, I'll mix it. Jovi did a great remix of uh, one of the pieces, and uh, yeah, anyway, Brent, Heath, Jovi, thank you, you're awesome. And I also want to thank Greg at Kaleidoscope. His last name is Clyde. Mm-hmm. And he has Kaleidoscope Studios. Isn't that great? That's a great name, yeah. For the logo, Brad Barlow, of course, for the headshots, which I, we were going I for. I love Brad. We were, he's a great guy. He's great and yeah. a fantastic photographer, too, especially for pro headshots. Yeah. If you're looking for those, you know, he'll, he'll just, he, he just has this way of capturing the essence. He's just a sweetheart is what he is. We did a sort of marvelous Miss Maisel sort of shoot where you're Miss Maisel. And I'm Lenny Bruce in the background. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I thought, I got to buy a pack of smokes for this. Because they smoke a lot in that show. Yes. Especially yeah. Lenny Bruce. Yeah, everything is smoky. <laughs> and, uh, and anyway, we did our best. We'll see. All right. A couple of quick follow-ups. One, yes, we have evidence now. We saw it with our own special eyes. The, the quality in West Bank, as I refer to it, has indeed been painted blue. Yeah, and it looks great. Take a look at this shot. It looks pretty good. The, the only thing I don't like is the quality in, the the cue, the color behind the cue at the top. It's green. It's more greenish blue, and this is more yeah. of a bluish, slate bluish blue. Yeah. I, I really wish they would match. Yeah. No, I feel that completely. <laughs> I I really am. I'm such, I'm such a matchy-matchy person. I love it when things match. Wait, no. What? Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> uh, I know. Shocking, shocking. You're, you're very matchy. Yeah. Who could have guessed? So we start. We started a, a topic. I think I interjected real mm-hmm. quick as if to bookmark it. We never came back around <laughs> to how we know the, the reason that some Disneyland cast members were so salty on our visit. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I'm going to say salty like, I get it. We were there in July. Yeah. They had just had a huge weekend. Mm-hmm. They should have seen that the crowds were probably half that when we were there. I know how Disney, Disneyland, Disney, <laughs> Disney's business, <can> get. <laughs> if, if we're being real nowadays with all those remakes, right? Jerks. I know mm-hmm. how busy they can get. Yeah, and that wasn't too bad for the middle of July. So yeah. it's weekends like that where I sense, oh, okay, this is lower capacity than normal. You know, the mm-hmm. wait for Small World is ten minutes. Yeah, well, and we had several cast members 30. say. Hey, it's like, wow, it's been a slow day today, you know? Right. Yeah. So I've never had an issue going to, say, Small World. I brought this up last time. Now I'm the one who's salty. Um, I never had an issue going to Small World and saying, hey, can I be at the front of the boat? This is a very special ride. And uh, they'll either say yes or wait till the next group of people come Mm -hmm. in since, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't want to be rude to the... We don't want... We want to serve you. We want to help you. We want to do what you want to do, but we don't want to do it at the expense of other park guests. Yeah. So if you're willing to go behind this line of people, Mm -hmm. then we'll put you in the... But it was, no, we're not accommodating any special requests at this time. And and I'm looking around going, it would be so easy to... I'm not a cast member, but it would be so easy to accommodate that one simple request. Yeah. Well, especially because that ride of all rides gets no love, especially nowadays. Everyone bitches about Small World. Like, I hate to be the cynic, but no one likes it, really, unless they get it. First of all, um, you're going straight to hell for saying that. (laughs) As I should, It is the best ride in Disneyland. It's so sweet is the thing. How dare you? And may God have mercy on your soul. People want thrill rides nowadays, you know? Let me tell you why. Okay, Small World, besides the catchy song, is such a great ride because... You, uh, you see the plaques at the front. of the. You only have two ways to enter Disneyland, the left or the right. Uh-huh. And above both of them, it's like, here you leave the world of today mm-hmm. and enter the world of, I don't know, tomorrow, uh, yesterday, and fantasy or something like that. Yeah. So you go to Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, Adventureland. And then at the very end of the park, it's a small world after all. So it was, it was a metaphor for the whole park. Mm-hmm. And then they ruined it by adding Toontown. <laughs> but one could argue yeah. that Toontown isn't a part of Disneyland. It's behind Disneyland. Yeah. It's where all the characters come from. Yeah. Anyway, Small World isn't the best ride ever, but Small World Holiday is. If we get the chance to go at Christmas, we got to go. So anyway, a few salty cast members. And I, I just was sort of... It didn't ruin my time. I had a great time. Mm. But I was a little confused because that Disney magic... Yeah. And that personal one-on-one reaction, yeah, got wrecked a couple times. And um, and you can get wrecked. <laughs> no, I but... mean, honestly, though, like, I wasn't trying to be a Karen <laughs> at any you... point, and, and you certainly weren't. No, yeah, but, like, we didn't Karen out. I feel like we were being very reasonable, and they were being um kind of brats. And I get it. I don't have to do that job. But anyway, we went to a steakhouse um, later that night or later that trip. Our waiter started talking, and... Um, I think it was day two. Okay, day two. Our waiter started talking, and he mentioned he used to work at a restaurant inside Disneyland. And there's mm-hmm. a bunch, so it mm-hmm. could have been any, or Grand Californian or right. whatever. And uh, he said, yeah, so... And it's kind of not Disney's fault, come to find out. Um, or is it? I don't know. 
I'm yeah. sure they had money to pay. But but basically during COVID, they had to furlough a bunch of employees. Mm-hmm. Employees that had been there 10, 20, 30 years yeah. at Disneyland. Because, a career. So, and then those people couldn't afford to pay their bills. Yeah. So they had to hire a ton of new recruits all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's why some Disneyland cast members are a little not like you remember the experience in the park being. I don't know. Poorly trained. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they've had adequate training. If they want to continue the same spirit, and we not bagged on them. I'll, you know, I, I think we can, it's, it's okay to say negative things about a place, too. Yeah. We're, we're so afraid to say anything negative. I believe in the power of negativity. I should write yeah. a book. I think, you know, I've learned a lot more from negative examples than I have positive examples yeah. in my life, if I think about yeah, it. Yeah, there are so many people I don't want to be like. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, note to self, never do that. Yeah. You know, because you have to Czechoslovakia before you wreck a Slovakia. Yeah. Oh, and we showed you a picture of Mickey, us uh, with Mickey last time, but we didn't show you the resulting caricature. Yeah. They're so fun, aren't they? So uh, we walk over to the character. This was your idea to get one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walk over to the artist. His name is Brooke, by the way. Funny, because my mom's name. And... Uh, and we're, but he wasn't the one. He was the artiste at the easel doing mm-hmm. the caricatures. Uh, so another person hand, handled us. Yeah, gal. And um, she said, uh, oh, uh, so what do we use as a, we're like, do we have to sit? Because it was hot and we mm-hmm. wanted to go do fun stuff. Yeah. And she's like, no, we actually don't uh, even let you sit anymore. Oh. You just give us the most recent picture. We had just come from the Mickey Mouse house. Uh-huh. And, um, in Toontown. In Toontown. And so uh, I, I brought up the picture. Well, Brooke, being the rock star he is, was like, just airdrop it to me. And so I opened it up. There's Brooke, bing. I, I just love technology. Mm-hmm. And we just want to show you this. This Isn't that pretty good? I thought it was great. That's pretty good. I feel like it's very accurate. I, well, I told him to make me younger and thinner. <laughs> and I think he did. I think, okay. Thanks, and you Brooke. know what? I actually came to a funny conclusion. I feel like the thing that really makes a character look like the person is the teeth. Oh, uh, yeah. You said he really ne- nailed the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to think about it's that. It's sort of weird, but realistically, I feel like in general, if you showed me just a picture of someone's mouth, even if you cropped out the lips, I could probably figure out who it was. And that's why dental records are so important in crime <laughs> uh, <laughs> crime investigations. I know you're the true crime podcast <laughs> expert, so yeah, yeah I won't but debate you on that. realistically, if I look at a person and I can see their teeth, I can usually figure out who they are. Oh, and one other change I wanted to talk about in Disneyland. I thought this was interesting. Previously, the only place to get alcohol in Disneyland was Club 33. Uh-huh. And, and I've been blessed to have <laughs> gone there a couple of times before their big Brat. remodel. I know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, having dinner in the, I don't know if they call it the foundation room. That's House of Blues, isn't it? But in 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 the original Walt Disney entertaining corporate guests room was amazing. Mm-hmm. Did you know he was born in, Lew- or no, he was married in Lewiston, Idaho? I think oh. Lily is either from there or his wife uh, was either from there. But anyway, yeah, mar- I, which, and I lived there for nine months. I feel a little dumb not knowing that, honestly. The original capital of Idaho, by the way, before they moved it to Boise. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. I did not Okay, why did they not teach me that? I'm a yeah. native here. I yeah. should have known that. Well, I, and the only reason I knew it is because I lived in Lewiston for a minute. Funny. Yeah. Well, that's probably their only claim to fame, so I kind of get it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Lewiston. That and the potlatch smell. 
Mm. Uh, have you ever been in a town with a paper mill? Nope. And Lewiston mm. is in a valley. Oh, no. So it's uh, it's pungent. Oh, yikes. Lewiston is actually only like seven or 70 feet above mm. sea level. So even oh. though they're way north of us, they have yeah. a really mild, moderate climate. Oh, yeah. kind of good to know, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. It's mm. the it's the um, Palm Springs of the Rockies. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, if you can stand the smell. And there's some fine people in Lewiston. I just want to say that. Fine people. Okay, Walt Disney, Club 33. The only place you could get alcohol in Disneyland was Club 33, but now it's also at a cantina, and we didn't go to it. Um, although I really wanted to get one of those thermal detonator Coca-Cola bottles. Yeah. But yeah, no. I know Tyson did. It's just interesting to me that they're serving alcohol somewhere else in the park that's easily success- accessible. A- and I think it's it's probably like 5% cheer beer or whatever. Well, and to be fair, we actually did go to California Adventure where they also have alcohol. Yes. And that is definitely a, 5, a 5% there. Yeah. 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 And they had it just in their little doo-doo-doo vendor carts yeah. on Pixar Pier. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought, you know, and and then with our experience visiting that we talked about last episode, experiencing the world's largest dispensary, Planet 13 in Las Vegas, they also have one. It's not in Anaheim, but it's in Orange County of all places. Right outside Anaheim. Yeah. Because Anaheim don't allow that. No. I think they've got CBD and vape and stuff. But yeah. So combining those two things, mm-hmm. how I mean, remember, alcohol was illegal in this country at one time. Uh-huh. How long will it be before Disneyland starts selling cannabis mm-hmm. in the park? With all kinds of fun names. <laughs> and I'm sure. Yeah. Donald Dank or mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Mickey's marijuana. <laughs> Goofy's Good Times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goofy's Ganja. <laughs> oh, that's Better. That's so much better. Uh, <laughs> Minnie's Maui Waui. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could happen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I know it sounds weird, but Pluto's I think it could. Pluto's plant-based good times. Yeah. <laughs> Pluto's plant-based party. Pluto's, Pluto's, Pluto's way far out there. <laughs> uh-huh. Funny. <laughs> Blend? Yeah. Whatever that is. That's probably total Indo. That would be total Indo. Mm-hmm. Well, and doesn't Goofy have a couple of bloodshot eye scenes? I'm trying to think. I know there's... Okay. I love Disney Plus because they have all the old classic shorts in there. Yes. Well, Not all of fair, them, but... All of the characters at one point have had bloodshot eyes mm-hmm. just because, you know, bad night's sleep after sleeping in a house because they're cartoons. or something like that. Yeah. But also, the new Goofy in the new Mickey Mouse series uh, looks like a meth head. <laughs> he does? Yes. Yeah? His skin is pale white, and then his eyes and teeth are yellow. I'll have to look. I do love the new, and they started these new animations on YouTube a few years back, I believe. But. So, okay, my, maybe that's what I'm referencing. Do you remember when we went to... Um... Was it Runaway Railway? Yes, that one. Yeah, yes, thank for you. sure. I couldn't remember. They show that yeah, short at the beginning. Yeah, and, and Goofy kind of looks like a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like... like they did They did bad <laughs> by Goofy. Poor Goofy. It, but if anyone was going to do meth, it'd be Goofy. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, come on. Yeah, okay. Okay, but what's up with all the Utah license plates in town? Oh, yes, it's Pioneer Day weekend. Oh. Some Okay, some Idahoans don't even know this. I think uh, the LDS Idahoans know this uh-huh. um, because it's a big, not only Utah holiday, but LDS holiday. That's when Brigham Young, right, came, the wagon train came off of the, let's see, Oakers are on one side <laughs> and the... And the um, 
Wasatcher on the other, and you'd think it'd be Wasatch West, but it's not. So it came over the Wasatch <laughs> on, the, on the east side of the valley. Sorry, I had to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brigham Young said this is the place and all that. Yeah. Um, and then the crickets and the grasshoppers and the and the mm-hmm. honeybees and mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. So And then self-reliance and then temple and then... Yeah. Um, Women okay. breaking their china plates to their <laughs> temple, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you don't know about that? No, what? Oh, yeah. So when they were building the temple, the women would, like, break their china plates to put into the paint of the temple so it would look shinier. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is sad, too. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, they could just get uh, some paper plates. <laughs> I don't know. What? Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> this podcast is over. Okay. Just kidding, but still. So July 24th, a big holiday. It's on a Monday, so they get a three-day weekend. And what better time to take four, five, six, seven days off mm-hmm. than when three of them are free. Right. Or, or you can put them in a short, you know, take four days off and get a three-day weekend, a two-day weekend. Anyway. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> so that's why. Um, and people were asking, hey, can we still shoot off fireworks in Idaho on July 24th? And I don't know the answer to that. I think you can. I think you can. I mean, we're fairly, we're free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. We do, we do as we please. They said it would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> on a non-news, mostly opinion-oriented podcast <laughs> where the jokes are more important than the facts. Yep. All right. Although I do believe that things Check have to be. Check your county guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> things have to be accurate in order to be funny. You know, mm. otherwise it's just surrealistic humor. Well, but I mean, that's what a meme is, so. Well, there's no doge, there's only dog. But, but no truth cuts like a meme truth. You know, it yeah. it's a quick way to get yeah. to a a commonly agreed a deeper, ac- upon yeah, deeper concept. Shared experience, yeah. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right. So anyway, it's also Iona days this weekend. Uh-huh. So yeah, go get yourself um go buy something from one of the three businesses in town, the gas station, <laughs> the snow cone shack or Jill's chicken shack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or I mean my granny I'm sure is there. <laughs> One can only assume. She makes, yeah, she makes a mean dinner. She does. I, I've been to your place for dinner a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And, and and actually, your grandma, Joan, and I go way back. Like, yeah. Like, she and I worked together way back when I was on C103 here in town. And uh, and she was running the, the, the Man Theater, the Rio Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. As we've discussed before in one of the Lost Pods, your family is sort of movie theater- uh, a live theater auditorium managing dynasty here in town. Yeah, weirdly yeah. enough. <laughs> so anyway, happy Iona days. Um, love your water. World-class tap water. Mm-hmm. Hate your cell phone service. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially someone, your data service. Yeah, as someone who grew up there, sucky, sucky service. Well, Jill's Chicken Shack fries their chicken fresh, so it takes 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. And That'd be able to Facebook. How do you internet? All the memes. Or maybe Jill's could get a guest Wi-Fi. I mean, that might be a nice suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems easy. Why, why do I have to ruin everything with a <laughs> constructive critique? <laughs> Quality in, match your paint. Jill's get Wi-Fi. <laughs> then I'll be happy. Maybe you're just picky. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I am. So one thing blew up on Facebook this past week. Uh, I kept seeing posts regarding a new Japanese steakhouse uh-huh. on Broadway, and I was like, I was ser- so I searched for Japanese steakhouse. Well, of course, the only one that came up was Fuji. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, and I couldn't wait to see the sign. I was like, uh, Japanese steakhouse must be bigger than whatever logo they got going on. And sure enough, I was right. Yes, 
And what was funny is I sent you the ad too. Yeah. I, I think, well, actually, I didn't send you the ad. I just said, hey, I heard there's a Japanese steakhouse here in town. We should totally go. And I had already seen the posts on the local Facebook groups going, oh, so we both had, we bo- our so curiosity neither peaked. of us knew the title. The same name, right. We had tried, I had tried to find it. I looked through the comments of the post that I found it on. Nothing. So it's Yoimi, Y-O-I-M-I, mm-hmm. which sounds like yummy. And they mm-hmm. do have the yum yum sauce. Oh, and it is yummy. And we went, and it was great. It was really good. But what I thought was impressive is they've named a couple of roles after... uh, Some towns here in the state of Idaho. Check this out. The Yellowstone Roll, the Ammon Roll, the Grand Teton Roll, and the Idaho Falls Roll, which has... And that's what we got. I can't zoom in. Oh, California Roll topped with baked eel crab stick. Crab stick? Oh, okay. Steamed shrimp, avocado, chef sauce, and tobiko. Yeah. Tobiko, I don't oh, know. Oh, and it is. was so good and fresh, you know? Yeah. So I, I had to get, so the only other Japanese steakhouse in town I can compare it to is the only other Japanese steakhouse in town, Fuji. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I thought it was interesting, uh, you know, you know the, the rice was okay. The fried rice was okay. Um, the veggies and the steak were just the same. The steak... But the steak was cut into slightly bigger pieces than Fuji. Uh huh. Which is a meat loving man yeah. I loved. Dream come true. It fed the beast. For you. So, and <laughs> because they named an, a roll after the town of Idaho Falls, after the city of Idaho Falls. Clearly, we had to get it. And Yomi Japanese Steakhouse, you are I F A F. Unfortunately, there's nothing that comes along comes, with that. Yeah. Like an award, but just our accolades, our praise. Our laurels. Our laurels. We give you flowers, props, mm-hmm. big ups. Way to go, Yomi Japanese Steakhouse. It's right on Broadway. I don't know how to. It's right next to Domino's. Starbucks. Do- okay, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was actually hotter inside than outside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they have AC in there yet. Not that the outside was cool by any means. <laughs> yeah. And it has not been lately. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing, so it seems like summer came like a, almost a month late this year. I don't know why. Yes. But there, it was snow on the ground, and then three weeks later, blooms on the trees. Uh-huh. S- something was wacky this year. But boy, has it been. So we were, right after we recorded the last podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we were driving in your car. You looked down. I said, hey, it's going to be 100 next Sunday. You said, it's 100 right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm My car recording. Or according to my car, it was. Yeah. And we had just come from Southern California and Vegas, Vegas, which was, and Cedar City both were in the hundreds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, we, but it was just surprising to have that up here with such consistent, it looks like the next 10 days are going to be about the same. Yeah. Highs in the mid to high 90s. Uh, it's hot. It's so hot, and it's not sticky sweet. <laughs> well, um, today <laughs> I was a little sticky sweet because I went to take the trash out of my my uh, day job, mm-hmm. and as I was walking to the dumpster, I realized. So I, I oh, they gave you a promotion. <laughs> I wish, if only. <laughs> um, but no, you're the manager. Funny. You have to do I everything. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I threw away some trash, and as I was walking in, I was like, "Oh my god, I've only been outside for like." Two minutes max. Mm-hmm. And I already had swass. Yeah. <laughs> and 
it was bad. It was I in like I miles. I was the only last. one that used that. Term. No, I had swass and swoob <laughs> <laughs> trying to walk back in under swoob. And, and thank goodness I was going into air conditioning. But like realistically, it was maybe a thirty paces walk from the door to the trash can. Yeah, I should not have been that sweaty, but I was. Well, I break a sweat walking up a flight of stairs. So, <laughs> well, that's but different. that's more of a physical condition <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I was taking it low and slow, you know. I was just, I was meandering, even, one could say, Mm -hmm. to the trash. (laughs) And yet, yeah, by the time I went back in, sweaty all over, everywhere, in every crack. (laughs) I I think, yeah, I think the the upside to that is the air conditioning cools you off faster in areas Mm -hmm. where you're moist. (laughs) Oh, that's a terrible word. How dare you? (laughs) use that word. That and gelatinous. Mm. I I don't mind gelatinous. I think it's fun. (laughs) And I don't really mind moist. I know other people do. But Sarah Lee still uses that word in their um, super moist cake advertisements and right on the box. Mm -hmm. So it must not be that big of a turnoff, really, as long as you know you're talking about cake. All about context. I'm digging Mm -hmm. myself a deeper hole, aren't I? (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's enough about cake. Do- and deeper holes. Oh, oh! and while we're on Idaho Falls <laughs> Restaurants, uh, we also want to say thank you, Gandolfos, for being our very first follower on Facebook. Oh, yeah. We, I was in there getting an egg salad. Fantastic. Oh, their egg salad rocks, though. And it's a little so Italy good. with capicola, mm-hmm. full size, no bread. They make, the way they it just, should be. Yeah. And uh, Although their bread is great. We started talking. Oh, yeah, what do you do? Uh, you know, real estate and starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. Today, actually, we're going to launch it today. And they said, oh, great, we'll follow you. So, Well, I love that they follow through. And they are they are the best sandwich shop in Idaho Falls, fight me. I've, I've tested it against. Now, Sandwich Tree is in a category sort of all its own. They're a classic, yeah. and they deserve their spot in oh, the Idaho Falls. Sandwich Tree is nostalgia on Pantheon. bread. Yeah. You know? The angel special to yeah. die. So good. That's uh, my Brad's family, favorite speaking. My family, my family used to get the uh, six-foot sandwiches. Uh-huh. Do you remember those? Yes. We'd get them every girls' night, and anytime my aunts wanted to sling some MLM bullshit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh, Let me though. talk to you about Tupperware, <laughs> Avon. Yeah. Uh, Mary Kay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Tupperware. Uh, uh, Did it? I say that already? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't get Leah MLM Sophia. too often. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, oh my gosh! And though, Tupperware. Their their uh, mustard is so good. <laughs> the, the ratios on the sandwich sandwich tree sandwiches are just perfect. So I've tried them all, and and you know this thing about me: when I go into a restaurant, I have to get the same thing. If it's a Mexican restaurant and I've never tried it before, I get the steak fajitas. That way, I have an even metric. Yeah. If it's a sandwich shop, every time I get the Italian first. Jersey Mike's is fine. Firehouse Subs comes really close to the Little Italy, but Gandolfo's just has the meats. Mm-hmm. Whatever slogan they need to steal to, to make that theirs. And then you plus it with the Capicola. Mm-hmm. But I will say Capriati's, so hard to remember all these Italian Pretty names. Pretty good. Capriati's, the new one on the corner of Ammon and 17th. It's a mm-hmm. blink and you miss it location to the left if you're heading east. Um and it's hard to get into, but their Italian comes real close for it like does. different reasons. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Gandolfos, for following us. You can follow us too on Facebook. Just search I F A F. We've got the pretty pink and blue. Mm. I call it the Barbie plaid logo. 
at least for starters. I don't know if we're going to keep it. Barbie and Ken flat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's sort of a metaphor for, like, if you're Barbie and I'm Ken, and then when the colors mm-hmm. cross, it's purple, and so that. Yeah. It's where we meet in the middle. Right. Okay. So back to the heat. Back to the heat. Um, one thing that I saw this week was a picture of two female park, I believe they're park rangers, maybe one's a tourist. Anyway, they're pointing at a sign in Death Valley, California. Because it was supposed to break heat records there this past week. Isn't it weird that the hottest place on earth, it's not in Tunisia or somewhere, it's in California, it's in Death Valley. The hottest recorded temperatures on earth come from Death Valley. Wild. Well, the record is 134, and they hit 132 this week. And and they're both pointing at the sign as if it's an accomplishment, but really, the, the, the caption I saw, you know how much I love smartasses on the internet. Yeah. The caption I saw was, oh, look, a couple of dinosaurs posing with a picture of the comet. Right, <laughs> kind of. And, and I know that's a cynical, dark way of looking at it. Well, but I don't so want to live in a world like that. No, no. But, I sleep with an ice pack. <laughs> but the important thing to remember is we didn't break the record, and the we record couldn't. of 134 was set in the early 1900s. Yeah. So, you know, we've gone over 100 years without breaking that record. Which is great. I That's agree. the bright side. That is. That is. <laughs> Always look on the bright side. <laughs> yeah. Mainly, I just, I don't want to break that record because I like sleeping where it's nice and cool. Yeah. You know? Well, and we have that here. I mean, we, just like California, we, we have warm days, but then it, at night, man, Mm-hmm. It cools off. Yeah. There's only a few precious days in the summer where you could sleep outside comfortably in your street clothes. Yeah. One other thing I want to show is this PSA. We'll just play it in the middle here. But um, I thought this was really interesting. The guy uses some sort of heat measurement gun to show you what grass in the shade is like, what grass in the sun is like, what temperature the sidewalk is in the shade, then the sidewalk in the sun, then on the asphalt. Mm-hmm. We've been see- We saw more and more of these in Cedar City and L.A., when we went, dogs with socks, shoes, yeah. their socks, yeah. yeah, something to protect, to make sure that their beans don't bake. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, keep those toe beans safe. Yeah, I worry so much even walking my dog from the very narrow sidewalk in front of my door to the grass because I don't want him to bake his little beans. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I wonder where you can get one of those heat guns. I wonder what that's. I should ask Amazon. a home inspector. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a decibel. Always. I have a decibel <laughs> uh, meter rating thing. Really? Yeah. Did you know anything over 80 is like, uh, can be damaging to the ears? Oh, yeah. That sounds right. But that's how I talk normally. (laughs) (laughs) So Our second thing on the list, our second biggest thing, construction. Okay. And realistically, how this really plays into things is this made it so hard to get to Barbie. (laughs) Dang it. It did. Which is very important. If you're trying to navigate any of the roundabouts on not hit Ammon, Crowley, heading east, Mm -hmm. Crowley Road. Um, good luck. If you're trying to get from East Idaho Falls to Iona, lots of luck, buddy. Plan an extra, like, (laughs) 20 minutes to figure out where you're supposed to go. Everybody's complaining about it. I get it. We have two seasons in Idaho Falls, winter and construction. Mm -hmm. That's what I call truck stop conversation. (laughs) That's what the truck driver says to the somewhat cute girl behind the counter. Uh, you know, how you doing? Well, I'm a million dollars short of being a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's only two seasons in Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to take your thunder, truck drivers. <laughs> you got any meth? No, I'm kidding. 
So everybody's complaining. How come they can't do all of these like stagger them? You know, all right. these construction projects differently. At the very least, do like the number or let the historic downtown where it's you know one way this way, then you know you you switch, you go you flip, you flop, you go back and forth. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not a civil engineer or a city planner or anything, but I imagine we only have three real good months of this. And I don't know. This is June, July, August. Just September. put all the guys on one August. at each time, though. Right, right. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Instead of having all of these three projects go on for the whole three months, do one project a month and I, put all the guys on it. I think they have more than five projects, though. I'm just putting out a suggestion. I, it's very. It is very frustrating, especially when you come to the intersection of where Anderson becomes Lincoln and the intersects with the Yellowstone Highway where it's it's not an intersection like a cross it's an intersection like an X yep and there's all these poles around and you're like I don't even know I'm pole blind I don't even know where to go and there's a right. don't turn here well, it, and you yeah. can't even see the entrances to the businesses there yeah so heaven forbid you want some fiesta hole <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> or fiesta ole that's that's <laughs> Idaho Falls for fiesta ole <laughs> love to um Take some banana peppers and put it in their fry sauce and dip a burrito in it. Yeah. I mean, that does sound good, though. Times. And now they that charge was... extra for all the sauces. So to be fair, I had way too much Fiesta Olay as a kid. Yeah. Because my dad worked at the Civic from the time I was, again, like five or six or seven or somewhere in there uh, to the time I am now. Yeah. <laughs> but at one point, there was a Fiesta hole over right next to the Civic where now there's a gas station. So for dinner, so for, <laughs> okay. There was a funny time when he was running the Edwards and the Civic at the same time. So he'd take us from one job to the other. Oh, geez. So first we'd go to the Edwards and we'd have popcorn and soda for breakfast. And that's where you got your pop culture education. Oh, yeah. Which is something I admire quite a bit at about At least a good, a good part of it, yeah. Um, and then for the end of the day, we'd go to the Civic during the evening and we'd finish with dinner at the Estahol. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, good times. Yeah. So we made it to... Uh, we did we did actually make it to the motor view, which is our next subject, but I just want to say, yeah, construction <laughs> is a fact of life in Idaho Falls in the summer. It does seem bad this year. You're not wrong. The market's expanding, as you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's moving here. And I am starting to see a lot more anti-Californian sentiment. Which I, I dislike. Which is funny, because we all go there on vacation. Yeah. I'm from there before here, but I'm really from Virginia, so what does that make me? But I've been here since... 77. You're so. still a transplant. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I personally really like that they're coming here because it makes us sort of have to up our game. How do you mean? Okay. We didn't have a Chick-fil-A until Californians started moving here. <laughs> That's right. We didn't have a Cabela's. Uh, no, wait. Cabela's or... No, we have a Sportsman's before, right? Sportsman's Cabela's Warehouse. Cabela's is a new one. Yeah. Cabela's or is a the new Hobby one. Or Hobby Lobby or like any of the other big stuff. Like I'm just saying the more that they come here... The more stuff we have to get to accommodate them, you know, I don't and mi- that means more stuff for us to enjoy. Yeah, I don't mind being a more cosmopolitan area. Yeah, personally, and you know, to those people who do, who are, who who actually go to the trouble to put a "Go Home, Californians, We're Full" sticker on their cars, I would simply say, you know, it's a free country, right? And at some point, mm-hmm. some of your family line moved here. Yes. So yeah, you know. I'm simpatico, but I'm never one of those people who bemoan change. Well, and also, I mean, see a water tower, bring on the new one. No, you know. (laughs) Okay, I get it. Here's the thing: 
I hate to say no. Right. But like, here's the thing. Do a new one, but paint it the same. Make it feel the same. It's, but it's not the same. You I get this uncanny valley feeling where you look at it and go, what yeah, am I Yeah, I, I get know. that. I, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But it just, it's a shame because it's so cute. You know, like, don't get rid of the cute. Keep the, we, here's the thing. If we're going to get rid of some cute, we got to import more cute. I mean, okay, that's a really good point. Yeah, new, we need new cute. Yeah. 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 I would say an example of new cute is back to Japanese steakhouses for a minute. Those two sumo wrestlers in the lobby? Yes. That's like a, a visual icon. At yeah. Fu- yeah, at Fuji. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, to make it clear which one. Not the new one that we just gave mad props to, but Fuji. Um, yeah. And, you know, so I think there's a there's plenty more cool things coming here, and I'm for it. I'm here for it. You know, and if you don't like cute, think of it like Pokestops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're going to get rid of one Pokestop, you've got to have a net zero yeah. of Pokestops. By making a new one, you know? Did you play Pokemon Go? Oh, of back course in the day? I did. Okay, I did oh, too. Oh, it was the only thing that gave me any serotonin back in the day, <laughs> you know? And this, okay, so this was back when I did mornings. And yeah. in order to be on the air bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 5.45 a.m. every day, I got up at 3.45 a.m. And I would I sit... Can't even. <laughs> I, I would I would sit there. But, like, TV people get up even earlier. Oh. Morning TV people are, like, Well, yeah, because they have to be two. pretty. <laughs> yeah, because they got to get in, prep their show... Like we don't really need to know prep what we're show, talking about. Prep their show, prep themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get the put on their face, mm-hmm. fix their face. Why are you mad? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but so I remember sitting on my couch one morning at three forty-five, and I saw I could get. I we lived close to a church, and so I could, you know, check out the Pokestop and what was there. And there was a Gyarados, and I didn't have one yet. Oh, and mm-hmm. um, am I saying that right? Gyarados? Yeah, Gyarados. Yeah. And uh, so I, I remember getting in my jammies. Some people might in the say car. Gyarados. Okay. Yeah. Running down to the Poke Stop to get it, it had already fled at oh, that point. <laughs> that's so unfair. What a bunch of crap. But yeah, I think I think Idaho Falls has a net positive, and I would say one of the new cool things. One of them is the new and improved Motor View. Yeah. I didn't know what they were going to do to that. Last I heard, they shut down in 2017. They they opened up in 1947. Shut down in 2017. Mm-hmm. Well, some new owners bought it. Like, they were dark for three years. Some new owners bought it in 2019. So maybe it wasn't quite three years. Mm-hmm. They invested in a brand new 4K projector. Mm-hmm. and Which makes so much difference. It, it yeah, I mean, the picture we saw was really clear. Incredible. Yeah. And they need to do two things. One, they need to get better at promotion, and here's why. Mm. They said, did you know the Motor View Theater? Because we ran into the the new owners, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. They came up to you, and they were just gushing because they heard what a great job you did promoting <laughs> the Barbie uh, Mission Impossible double feature. Well, and to be fair, that wasn't really me promoting. I was just genuinely so excited. <laughs> Less for Mission Impossible. Sorry, Tom Cruise. Um, but no. Well, we'll I've get been- to that. I've been looking forward to Barbie for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And and by proxy, so have I. Yes. So So you could stop hearing me boop about not wanting to hear the spoilers. You you avoided trailers. Yes. You like leave I the room. I walked out of a theater. You walked out of Dial of Destiny. Yeah. So to avoid the Barbie spoiler. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, is Antonio Banderas in Dial of Destiny and why? I think we determined he was. I think he's an A-list actor. What was he doing in that movie anyway? I'm, anyway. <laughs> um, so we uh, we go there and they said, "Did you know we've got the biggest screen, the biggest drive-in movie screen in America?" Yeah. So there's only 300 drive-ins left. Mm-hmm. There's only seven in the state of Idaho. 
And they're like, we have the biggest screen. It's uh, 6,400 square feet of beautiful movie viewing pleasure. And so I went and fact-checked. Actually, for this episode, I wanted to fact-check that just to make sure you know, we weren't wrong. So I Googled mm-hmm. um, biggest drive-in movie screen in America. Well, there's some, I don't know, there's some outfit in Maryland or something that is claiming to have the biggest screen at 6240. Liars. So over 150 square foot less than what we have in Idaho Falls, Idaho. How cool is that? Yeah. So Motor View, you need to do a better job uh, at promoting that. I'm going to do, I'm going to do you a solid. Yes. I'm so glad you were able, I'm so glad you were able to get your hands on one of these. I'm going to rock this shirt with pride. Check this out. Yes. Look at, I love how the colors kind of clash. I would straight up uh, borrow that from you. It's, it's the Motor View drive-in limited edition Barbie shirt, and I got one, and I love it, and thank you guys. Um, But they need to do a better job of promoting that they are Mm -hmm. indeed the largest movie drive-in movie screen in America. Mm -hmm. And while they're at it, I think they should just get some guys with sledgehammers out there and knock down all those old poles that they don't use anymore. Oh, yeah. You know what? That might be a good thing. And maybe just, like, put in barriers or spray paint or something. Yeah, spray paint. Spots or lots yeah. or whatever, or you know, permanently put in little, I don't know, whatever you want to do there. But the reason I suggest moving the poles is people, idiot SUV drivers, don't know how to park. Us included, to be clear. <laughs> we did borrow a friend's SUV. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but they're all skitty wampus, as my yeah. grandpappy used to say. <laughs> and like without, but then you, you've got the extra hazard of you're trying not to run into another vehicle, then you have the extra hazard of the poles. Yeah. So if they do that, I just forgot what a fun experience. All that aside, again, everyone's a critic, especially me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't yeah. help but can't you enjoy anything, criticism. Mike? <laughs> I should be a consultant is what I should do. You should. So yeah, anyway. All you want to do is complain. <laughs> uh, I just identify objections. Right. Yeah. I identify consumer objections. I actually well, do get it. How can we yeah. take those away and make your ple- your experience a little more pleasant? Yeah. Obviously, focus on customer service this episode because it's Disneyland. <laughs> You're doing a fine job. Did we get my hat back yet? Uh, well, I actually asked Ashley if she had checked the mail. She's not yet. Okay. So. All right. Uh, she Ashley, was... get on that. I checked my mail for your dice. Yeah. Long story. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carly's so... roommate Ashley collects uh, D&D dice. Potentially. It might be there. Probably not yet. Okay. So that was fun. Let's get to the main event, Barbenheimer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my. Sorry. Oh my overmodulation. Listen, I'm so excited. My virgin you have no ears. idea. I okay. I feel so bad for the <laughs> listeners of my station, The Wolf, because they've had to hear how excited I am for this for so long. Mm-hmm. These poor people. And like they don't care. But I care, and I was so excited, so they had to hear about it. Yes, you were. Well, that's <laughs> what we do with people we like is we tolerate <laughs> when they go off the deep end a little bit. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and you weren't too bad. No, but, I don't think and, so. And we, would, we went to the uh, Idaho Falls Advertising Federation Awards. We did. And their MCS Advertising, love you guys, Steve and Lisa, they put it together with a Barbie theme because they knew mm-hmm. it was going to be so hot this year. So you actually got the Barbie outfit for that. I did, which is what I'm wearing now, and what <laughs> I wore to the premiere as well. You did indeed, mm-hmm. and I think you and I wore this. So there, you know. Um, but but um, Barbie, like everybody's been talking about it. Oh yeah, well, and I've told you, and I'm going to say it here because I think it's important. 
Barbie's going to be a cultural phenomena again, which is impressive and important because I think that this is going to really influence fashion. And I think it's going to open a nice gateway to some hyper femininity, which we are uh, overdue for, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, you've been wearing dresses since you were old enough to make your own clothing decisions. Well, so I, I wouldn't say that, but since our high very school... first episode of the Lost Six, <laughs> yeah, of the Sinister Six, was Carly uh, is so extra. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to explain while you're why you're always wearing a dress. It's because you always I've never seen you in sweats. Or even jeans. I think think I've seen you in a t-shirt exactly once. I think you've seen me in jeans and t-shirts more than you think, but it's Mm. very rare. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like wearing them. And you've worked in the dress shop or retail industry Mm -hmm. for quite some time, so you're you're into that. Yeah. What I'm into is the contrast between the two films that opened this weekend, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Right. Okay, so get this. This isn't the first time... A large contrast of this nature has happened. Mamma Mia opened the same weekend as The Dark Knight. <laughs> okay, now we're, it gets better. Killian Murphy was in The Dark Knight as the Scarecrow. In fact, he was one of only five actors who appeared in all three Christopher Nolan Batman films. Killian Murphy plays Oppenheimer. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, what a stroke of genius casting. Who should we get to play this guy that killed a bunch of people? Right. How about oh, Killian? Th- this person. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Killian. Okay, that's good. I was going to say because he looks dead in the eyes. But, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> I've loved him since. What was his one on the plane with Rachel McAdams? Red Eye. <gasps> oh, my gosh. He, I remember seeing that. He just sort of plays a freaky kind of dude. Oh, he was terrifying. And so to so see good. him have his, I don't know, Leo moment in the sun as, you know, a dramatic role. I just, I can't wait to see Oppenheimer either. Right. But, but um, so, so the tweet I saw showed a picture of the Dark Knight and Mamma Mia. And then I think, um, you know, Barbie and Oppenheimer saying that uh, Dark Mama walked so that Barbenheimer <laughs> could run. <laughs> Just such a <laughs> kind of a funny contrast. <laughs> but to your point earlier about who cares about Barbie, um, Barbie is projected to do, I think, 110 million this weekend. And the numbers might be even bigger than that. I think Oppenheimer was like 70 million last I checked. Uh-huh. So obviously we chose the winner. <laughs> right. I completely agree. And you know what? I think that there have been more memes about who's going to Barbie than Barbenheimer. Because I've seen so many where it's like a goth chick or something like that. And it'll say, one ticket to Barbie, please. But yeah, I mean, people of all ages. And there's a really touching moment in the movie. I don't want to ruin it for you. But I'll tell you what, you'll get it and absorb it and appreciate it so much more if you go on to Hulu before you go to the movie and watch the Toys That Built America. Yes. The Barbie episode. Yes. Talks about her creator, Ruth Handler. Mm-hmm. who ran the company, had a little bit of a scuff with the IRS in the 80s, was it? <laughs> right, yeah. So had to go mm-hmm. at that point. But, um, and oh, and by the and they mentioned that in the movie. They do. Mattel is a good sport in this movie. They were. that You know, it was very self-aware, which I appreciated so much. Yeah, and self, um, even a little self-deprecating. Yeah. You know, they're in on the joke. And I don't even want to mention who the CEO, who plays the CEO of Mattel, but it's which I actively avoided spoilers, so I did not expect that person in that role. There's a but also, can I just say I loved the subtle hints of pink in their costume. 
Did you yes, notice that? His, yeah, his pink shirt. And I think the pink tie too, right? Or no? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Pink it, on pink. And that's that's what I want to get to is the minute the movie ended, I want to watch it again. Yes. I wanted to watch. It was so much eye candy and so much happy, happy, joy, joy in my eyeballs for so, you know, for 90 minutes or however long Can the movie is. Can we talk about how beautiful every shot of that movie was? Every shot. And so pink. <laughs> my favorite, of course. Now, usually I don't like such a hot pink but they tempered it down with all those pastels. Yeah. There was that one Chanel outfit that Margot Robbie wears that was amazing. I didn't know about that one. Oh, you didn't notice all the Chanel logos on her? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, uh, well, I, I did. I about product I, placement in that. I saw it and I was like, whoa, what's up? Because I, it felt a little, it felt so in my face, but it's so funny that you didn't notice it one bit. And I want to say, and I didn't, uh, although I did notice the scene where Margot Robbie was standing, I don't know if it was her Malibu beach house or what, but she was standing in this, I think it was her home. Her Barbie dream house? Maybe it was the Barbie dream house. Yeah. Oh, by the way, here's a funny meme we saw. <laughs> Barbie dreamers. Yes. So good. <laughs> Hilarious. Thank you, people of the internet, mm-hmm. for always keeping me so entertained. But I noticed there was, a, there was sort of a 60s brick wall behind her. And I was just like, oh, that looks like my Aunt Jewel's house. Because she was just so into the late 60s. And wow. I love that. So I love the sets. Oh, uh, and the, the eye candy is they, incredible. They go from Barbie Land to, I mean, and the whole, yeah, the whole set is built to be a Universal Studios, either ride or land or something. The fact that it's not already, like they built Waterworld at the same time that they were releasing the movie, and yet they couldn't do that with Barbie. Well, hang on. They had, as we talked about last episode, they had something a little bit bigger than Barbie, I think, which was Super Nintendo World that opened this year. Maybe they'll do Barbie World next year. They're wrong, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. I do. I do. And I want to say it's within the realm realm of possibility because I was like, okay, what studio released um, Barbie? That's Warner Brothers. Uh Well, Harry Potter is Warner Brothers, and they have a Universal Studios ride, uh, Harry Potter ride at Universal Studios. Now, all I'm saying is- So there could be. Let's beat them to the punch. Okay, business opportunity for you right now, and maybe even you, dear listener. Um, (laughs) What if we buy a big old defunct supermarket? I know of several, Uh okay, here in town. Yeah, yeah. And let's just go in and barbify the hell out of the inside. (laughs) Make it so, like, it's so drab and sad on the outside. Barbie branding. No, I'm, well, we don't have to per se, Uh but we kind of can, you know? uh, Or we can reach out to Mattel and buy the rights to do it, you know? I mean, realistically. Are you high right now? No. Are you stoned out? <laughs> did you buy be. something at Planet 13 and not tell me? <laughs> I did not. How dare you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Buy the rights no, to Mattel? There's got, no, I'm Turn not the saying... old IGA into a okay, I'm colorful not, like, store. All of the rights. But, you know, like, yeah, you could buy licensing, you know? Yeah, that's different than buying the rights, I think. Uh, th- you know what I mean, though. Okay, all Point right. is. I mean, point is. such a hard time. Buy, what it, buy whatever it takes to use the Barbie brand without being sued, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, if you just want to make it look colorful like their sets, you could totally do that. Easy. Yeah. yeah, but realistically, like, even if we didn't call it Barbie Land, we could call it Barbara Land, <laughs> you know, or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. And we could do just a shade off Barbara of Barbara Millicent King. Handler. <laughs> BMH. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, I debunked this myth that somehow I believed in for quite some time. Chelsea Handler is not an heir to the Mattel fortune. Mm-hmm. There's no relation between Ruth Handler and Chelsea Handler, just so you know. I think mm-hmm. somebody, I read it on the internet once mm-hmm. and assumed it was true. It's not. 
Okay, but anyway, if you watch The Toys That Built America, then you'll have a great understanding of kind of what happens uh, with Barbie in the film. And did you know, so there's Mattel and Hasbro. So Hasbro saw the success that Mattel was having with Barbie and said, all right, we got to make some of these, but for boys. And that's where G.I. Joe came from. G.I. Joe. Yeah. A real American hero. Yeah. I don't remember the tune. That started all that. So I think I thought that was a, a cool little connection there. Right. Back to the Barbie movie. I mean, Margot Robbie was amazing. So good. And I love the narration in it. Yeah. It was so good. It was so funny, quippy, great. Ken was amazing. Uh, Ryan Gosling was amazing as I am Ken. Knuff. I am Knuff. We'll 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 spoil that for you, but let's not spoil who played Alan. Uh huh. Because you may not know this. I but knew that. Before. I avoided spoilers, but even I knew that somehow. Okay. Uh, and I love at the end during the end credit credits. You want to stick around because it actually shows classic Barbies and Barbie characters like Alan. In right. case you forgot that he existed uh-huh. in their like original packaging with some of the original advertisements. So good. Oh. Can I point out one of my favorite ones that they uh, mentioned? Yeah. Midge. Pregnant Midge. Happy Family Midge. Really? My favorite. Okay. So I actually had a Happy Family Midge doll. Uh She was my absolute favorite because she had the exact same red hair as I did. Okay. Okay. But she was the pregnant Barbie that they discontinued because apparently pregnant Barbies were weird. Okay. You know? But you could like take off her pregnant belly so she could be a normal Barbie. I do remember when those came out. Yeah. Yeah. You could. You could. Take the panel off, yeah, pull out the, baby, the painting. Yeah, and the baby was in it. And, and it I remember so... parents going, why are we teaching our kids that it's that easy to have a baby? Come on. Dude, Why is everything Barbie. controversial? Yes. Why does anyone care about Jason Aldean? And it was Aldean? the coolest Barbie. Try that in a small town. <laughs> oh, do we want to get into that? No, no, I don't. <laughs> That's all I want to say about it is just TFU, people. Fair. <laughs> I think I still have that Barbie at my parents' house somewhere, but that was my favorite. She was the one... So. My cousin and I, when we would play Barbies, we would lay out all of the Barbies we had in a big long line, and then we'd take turns sort of like selecting them for our team. Oh, <laughs> so first you would do the your dream favorite. Team. Yeah, you'd do your favorite Barbie first, mm-hmm. then you'd do your favorite Ken, then you'd do your other favorite Barbie, and then her sister, and then her other sister. And is Midge Barbie's <laughs> sister? No, Midge is actually Barbie's best friend. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I just, I remember seeing it. So my my cousin got one first for Christmas one year and I saw it and I was like, oh, I have to have that. And I think I got it for my birthday, which is a month later. And I was so stoked because <laughs> I just remember seeing it and I turned to my mom and I was like, mom, I need it. <laughs> And I loved that Barbie. I still have it because it was so great. I loved the. the you should have brought it as a as a prop. I should have. That take was the dumb baby of me. out of the tummy and yeah. yeah. Or did you choke on that when you? Well, obviously you're still alive. So. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean I didn't choke. <laughs> so Barbie's watched her friends get knocked up. Yeah. I want to know though why Ken got a song and then Barbie didn't. Barbie did. Did, did she sing a song? Did I? Maybe I was in the. We were parked really close to the men's room, so that was awesome for me <laughs> and my 64-ounce Diet Coke. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think she sang a song, but they're, like the very first song that opened it, the We Look in Pink song, mm-hmm. was definitely a Barbie song. Okay. All you right. know, that was like super Barbie-centric. And they did put Aqua's Barbie Girl in at the end credits, which mm-hmm. I thought was awesome, but they did a version not by Aqua. So if you wanted to hear the words... Uh, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. You'll hear them. Yeah. It's just, it was a cool version, actually. I don't know who did it. Uh, I think Nicki Minaj was included. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just a little sound bite within this bigger song, which was fun. 
I'm really excited to see Oppenheimer now too, because I've heard it's incredible. Um, funny thing, I actually literally today had someone compare it to The Sound of Freedom. Um, so I'll have to watch. I'll have to watch and compare. Oppenheimer you know. to Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, just that it's very uh, tough to watch. T- partially tough to watch. Uh, mainly, it's just that it's sort of very stark and okay. realistic. You okay. know. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to hear him say, "Now I'm become death, the destroyer of worlds," which is a quote from the. Um, I watch too much Ancient Aliens, so I know <laughs> this one. Bhagavad Gita. Uh, does Vishnu say that? It's a, it's a Hindu uh, I think it is Vishnu. scripture, but um, they got to put that in the movie, right? They got to. Yeah, of course they got. To. And according to the memes, they do. Okay, I can't attest to the movie itself. Okay, one last thing I want to point out because I want to give myself some accolades. Uh, I made us a a bitch in charcuterie board. Yes, you for did. the show. <laughs> You did, and I even helped you chop some. You did. Because I like to chop stuff. You're you're a great sous chef. You're my favorite sous chef. (laughs) I am pretty good at that. Yeah. What size? How are we doing this zucchini? I love that you ask, too. Do you want to skin the cucumber before putting it in the cucumber sandwich? Yes. So, yeah, I I think I'm a pretty good wingman. And Mm -hmm. uh, we got there. Carly has this extra picnic basket because, of course, she does. She (laughs) brings it all out, lays it on a tray. And I went and got a 64-ounce Diet Coke and a large popcorn. <laughs> and I get it. I do. But it was, no, it was very nice. I, I nibbled a little bit oh. of the fine oh, cheeses. Oh, I had and... plenty of prosciutto. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, okay. I mean, we took the big angsta boy with us, too. Yeah. Oh, and he, so he... Oh, so he had plenty as well. He got some yeah. good protein. Especially because there were Attaboy. other dogs there, which is another reason why I love the motor view. You can take your little critters with you. It, it real, I mean, I for, how could you forget? I forgot how cool drive-ins are. Right. And especially now that you can just bring a radio. You know, yes. open up your tailgate, bring a radio, sit in the back, and you got all your We're cushions, and yeah, take your couch cushions from you home. You can make out, and no one will bed. see you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, as I was doing a little research to drive-ins, I think that's the number one crime committed. Huh. Is, uh... Public indecency? Yeah, there's a little bit of... <laughs> Sounds right. Car windows steaming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is such a shame because you you paid ten bucks for the car loan. You're, you're not going to watch the movie, right? Right. Well, and also you get a double feature for the price of a single admission. And that's the last thing I wanted to talk about. Am I wrong? We paid to see Barbie and Mission Impossible. We did. What we didn't quite realize is while the trivia contest and the trailers start around nine thirty, the movie doesn't start till ten ish. Well, so it's I not over n- till like 11.45. And I got no sleep the night before because my cat is a jerk. Oh, uh, yeah. He- <laughs> we'll talk about that next time. Yeah. But he kept me up. I got maybe an hour to two hours of sleep the night before Barbie. Basically, you couldn't feed him overnight? Yeah. Because he had I dental had taken, surgery in I the morning? I had to take him to the vet to have a uh, cleaning <sighs> done. And he was very mad about it and took it out on me. <laughs> he made it very well known how upset he was. <laughs> and Leo... Who is a uh, orange and white cat that Carly has? Mm-hmm. She's described him as a living teddy bear, mm-hmm. and that's so true. He is just such a fuzzy lump of love. Yeah. However, he has an amazing vocal ability. His <laughs> range can go from meow to meow to meow. It like hits third oh, gear. I know. He's got yes. a meow. 
like meow. Yeah. If I had to do a human impression <laughs> of his meow, like it'd be like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets straight up indignant. Okay, so you didn't get much sleep. <laughs> no, none. And I would have loved to stay for the second feature because that's always the fun part, you know. But the, the second I, feature starts at midnight. I could not. I was so done. And uh, I was a sleepy bo peepee. And we we all were. So we left. Mm-hmm. So technically, I've paid to see Mission Impossible. Uh huh. So can I go over to my friend's house who knows all about VPN and Torrent and just watch it on his big screen? I mean, to be fair, he's the one committing the crime in that place. I think the more interesting question is, could you personally torrent it? Uh, I think that's a moral gray area. Because I know, because I I Mm. torrented tons of movies when I got rid of my DVD collection. Yes. And I didn't take the DVDs to Hastings. I threw them away because I am super lazy. Like regular lazy with a cape. Lazy. SMH, SMH. <laughs> anyway, so I just like, okay, these are my backups. I paid for them. I'm sure the receipts are somewhere in my credit card history. And I'm not, I'm, I, I have no physical media anymore. I'm all streaming or uh, digitized. Honestly, I got rid of a bunch of my DVDs too. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like DVDs, but I literally don't have a player for them. Right. You know? I. You know what? I, I remember ripping all my home videos, and this was only 10 years ago, ripping all of my home videos from VHS to DVD, then throwing out my VHS player. Yes. So now I have them on DVD. Only problem is I've already thrown out my DVD player, so I need to get them, a, I need to get a just a junky, I don't know. Well, and that's the thing. You didn't even just go from... VHS to DVD, you went from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray. Right, I did. You know? I did. And uh, Like, at this point, we're owed. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how many times I've purchased Star Wars. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think I should. I think I should be able to watch Mission Impossible. And you know this is a two-parter, right? I don't know what the name is. But it's like this is they're pulling like a um, a Hobbit one and two a Twilight yeah they're <laughs> like making it two parts and that's gonna be the end of the saga or something maybe or I mean, is it honestly probably smart so that poor Tom Cruise doesn't have to die in a stunting a- accident you know like so I haven't made up my mind but by hook or by crook. I'm going to watch Mission Impossible. I can't wait for that. Well, as always, we're going to end our show abruptly because we've run out of steam and time. And bladder room. Yeah. So I'm Mike Nelson. Remember, be like the city of Idaho Falls and never stop working on yourself. And think pink, you ding. <laughs> I'm Carly Morgan. What's the, what's the, um, you got a pink kink in your think from? Oh, Boundin. Oh, that uh-huh. Pixar short with the sheep. I remember that. Yeah. And why does he say that? Pink, uh, where's the pink king? <laughs> well, it's because the character he's talking to is uh, bald and shaking. The oh, that's time. right. That's so right. He's like pink. <laughs> we, we always keep talking after we sign off, which is ridiculous. <laughs>